Hello, and welcome to episode 24 of the Low Back Pain Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Grant Elliott, with the Rehab Fix Online Low Back Program. And today's topic is a $100 million healthcare fraud scheme. So with most of these podcast episodes, I pride them on being as educational as possible, teaching you new ways to fix your low back, to improve your knowledge, to improve your skill set, to help you find ways to find relief regarding lower back issues. And today's topic will consist of a little bit of that, but it's a little bit more of a story time kind of segment. And ultimately, the goal of today is to not purely discuss a very frustrating negative topic regarding a particular provider and situation, but more so to teach you potentially things to look out for, to understand maybe some of the corruption around healthcare systems, around particular providers, and how unfortunately healthcare can be very, very, very business and money focused. So although you may not be walking away with a new core exercise or a new fact on how to you know, address a particular issue today, you will walk away with one, an entertaining story and an understanding of why maybe some people are initially started down the wrong path of care and why doctors would potentially be incentivized to encourage not the most ideal routes. And this is something I talk a lot about. You know, once again, I am not anti-surgery. I am not anti-injections. I am not anti-drugs by any means. I am pro-responsibly prescribed surgery injections and drugs. But we don't see a lot of that. We see a lot of premature surgery, premature injections, ill-advised surgery ill-advised injections, ill-advised medication prescriptions. This is what we see. That's the problem. That's what leads people towards chronic pain, towards lots of time wasted, lots of money wasted, uh, and bad situations. And this is what we're trying to get away from. So let's dive into today's story. Um, First off, for those of you who are interested in reading more about this, I'm literally reading this word for word straight off of the U.S. Department of Justice's website. Word for word. Um, Sure, I'll drop in my opinions along the way, uh, but I'm literally just reading this uh, as a script and we'll discuss it together. Just because I, I found it to be quite astounding and to really highlight some of the corruption that I talk about. And, you know, some people think some of the, you know, stories I say are exaggerated or, you know, whatever, and they're not. I mean, I have talked to people all over the world who have been told ridiculous things, ridiculous things to do regarding their low back issues. Um, Multiple people not even assessed, you know, pull muscle in their low back, go to see a doc, not even assessed day one. Yeah. So we're going to do surgery next week. What time works for you? Like, ridiculous stuff, even more outstanding uh, than that. So anyway, I'm going to stop talking. Let's get into this story. So the time frame that this all took place was between January 2012 and July 2017. I wish that this particular situation was not able to drag on for five years. I think there should be some um, criteria in place to detect these sort of situations before they go on that long so that not so many lives are affected. Apparently, that's not instilled, but this is the time frame in which it occurred. 
and has recently gathered attention. This was released on September 22nd, 2021. So let's get into it, okay? Here is the $100 million healthcare fraud scheme story read directly off of the U.S. Department of Justice's website. A federal jury in the Eastern District of Michigan convicted a Michigan doctor today for his role in masterminding and executing a complex scheme to defraud Medicare and other health insurance programs by administering medically unnecessary spinal injections in exchange for prescriptions of high doses of opioids to patients. According to the court documents and evidence presented at trial, Francisco Patino, age 66, excessively prescribed highly addictive opioids to his patients at his medical clinic in Livonia. In exchange for opioids, these patients would receive or be billed as if they had received. So sometimes they didn't even receive it, but their insurance would be billed for facet joint injections or nerve block injections. Both lucrative spinal injections. The um, you know reimbursement for this, this was obviously focused on Medicare. Reimbursement for this is around $1,000. This guy's getting close to $1,000 a pop per injection. Of course, he's reimbursed for medications as well. And it sounds as though he was encouraging his patients to become addicted or was pushing his patients to get addicted to opioids for this exchange, which we'll continue discussing. Although these spinal injections were... Um, proportionately intended to treat chronic pain. Evidence at trial demonstrated that Patino injected patients without regard to medical necessity. Huh. Let's think about that. You come to me with pain. Oh, I think we should do this injection. Is there a criteria evident that suggests that that would be effective? Or are you doing it for your bottom line because you know you're going to get reimbursed for it? Patient might have just his copay, right? This is why insurance stuff can get messy. I do not mess with insurance. That's one of the things I pride myself on because my program would not be possible if I worked with insurance because they would dictate what we do. And I have the pleasure of providing a ton of time to the clients that I work with. It would not be possible if I worked with insurance. And they, I'm not going to let them call the shots for what we're going to do, simply put. All right, moving on. Evidence also revealed that if patients refused to accept the injections, Patino would withhold their prescriptions for opioids. So he would push highly addictive opioids onto his patients, get them addicted, then tell them, hey, we're either going to bill your insurance for injections or you're going to do these injections. Otherwise, I will withhold your opioids. So they're addicted to drugs. And then he says, I'm not going to give you your drugs unless you let me do spinal injections that are not indicated for their issues so he can bill the insurance even more. This is intense. From January 2012 to July 2017, Patino billed Medicare for more of these injections than any other provider in the country, in the United States. The evidence at trial also showed that in 2016 and 17, Patino prescribed more 30 milligram oxycodone pills than every other provider in the state of Michigan. Patino also developed illegal kickback relationships with at least one diagnostic laboratory under which he was paid in exchange for referring, for referring his patients' samples to that lab. The evidence shows 
that the labs funneled money into bank accounts held by others who then distributed the money to Patino or spent it on his behalf. Patino also spent funds he derived from these various schemes on jewelry, cars, and vacations. A sizable portion of Patino's fraud proceeds were devoted towards the promotion of Patino's specialized diet program and lifestyle and wellness book. Patino paid Ultimate Fighting Championship, UFC, and other mixed martial arts fighters to promote the Patino diet as well. So he uh, got his patients addicted to opioids, forced them to do injections so he could bill insurance for just doing them. If they didn't want to do them, then he would withhold their drugs. They're addicted. They need their drugs. There's obviously a sick incentive to do that. Um, And then also he's doing illegal kickback, uh, (laughs) kickback procedures with a lab for probably additional, you know, diagnostic work that was not necessary. It was probably just getting blood work on everyone or whatever, making that money, spending on jewelry, cars and vacations. Yeah. All right, let's let's round this out. Patino was convicted of one count of conspiracy to commit health care fraud and wire fraud, two counts of health care fraud, one count of conspiracy to defraud the United States and pay and receive health care kickbacks, one count of conspiracy to commit money laundering, and one count of money laundering. He is scheduled to be sentenced on January 20th, 2022, and faces a maximum total penalty of life in prison, A federal district court judge will determine any sentence after considering the U.S. sentencing guidelines and other statutory factors. That is the $100 million healthcare fraud, everybody. Now, obviously, I'm not saying that's everywhere. That's what's out there. That's why you got to stay away from, you know, injections. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm obviously not saying that. Okay. The point of this podcast is one, because I just found that to be an interesting story. I found that to be quite profound, and I thought you guys might find it entertaining and a little bit sick, as I do, but also to just show that a lot of these old methods of treating pain through opioids and injections are not effective. Um, They're quite harmful, getting people addicted to drugs, uh, and then what they're willing to do to maintain access to those drugs. That's not a good mindset, right? That's not good for anybody. People should not be getting prescribed opioids anymore unless they have cancer or are just out of surgery for a very limited period of time. And then the incentive behind why so many people are pushed to do injections. I talk about this all the time. They get reimbursed pretty decent for injections and they're quick and they're easy. Um, It's a liquid Band-Aid is what it is. You know, it's a liquid Band-Aid. They're gonna, you're going to get some temporary relief, but it's going to come back almost every single time. Um, almost every single one of my clients have received injection before. Yeah, I, I've never seen it last significantly. There's been a couple cases where I've advised it, and in those situations, they were necessary. It matched up with guidelines. It matched up with our clinical assessment. I was like, hey, you know what? We still need to do this rehab, but I think you would really benefit from injection. I've done that two times. Two times in my career I've done that, okay? So healthcare can be a business. Healthcare can be corrupt. Insurance is largely responsible for that. And hey, I'm not saying it's illegal to make money, all right? I want everyone to make a lot of money. 
I want everyone to um, be able to do what they love, to do what they want. I want everyone to be successful, right? That's I'm not. I'm obviously not saying no one should do injections because you get reimbursed high for it, right? No, if if it's necessary, if there's a doc out there doing injections all day long and he's doing injections all day long on people who truly need it and he's making bank off of that, then awesome, awesome, good for him. He's helping people and he's making a lot of money. Great, I'm happy for him, right? But the point of this podcast is really just to emphasize the potential for corruption, the potential for misguidance, the potential for... Well, you know what? Insurance is just going to cover it. So let me go ahead and recommend this procedure that they probably don't need. You know, that's where things can get a little bit hairy. And although not all of you may have this interaction, I've met multiple people who have had scenarios. I've met multiple people who have been told outlandish things that we can only assume were offered for monetary reasons, for insurance reasons, or whatever. Fill in the gap. And so, um, as you are maybe dealing with lower back issues or any other issues and you're looking for help, you know, just, uh, pay attention to what your provider is saying, pay attention to the way the clinic works, pay attention to the way that that business works. Um, and just keep your eyes and ears open because there are some crazy things out there. There are some crazy things and I want you to have an amazing experience with whoever you see. And you know, if it's, if it is specifically low back issues, I've had multiple people come to me first because they just want to do it right from the beginning. They don't want to mess with all the chaos and dealing with insurance and dealing with, you know, referred here, referred there, referred here, referred there. And you know, I'm, I'm here for that. If you feel that you would just like to fast forward and get to your goals as quickly as possible and avoid that nonsense. That's what I'm here for. But if, uh, you want to, you know, utilize your local options or whatever, um, just be aware of, you know, the complications that insurance can cause and the reasons why people might be incentivized to quickly offer you drugs, to quickly offer you injections, to quickly offer you surgery and how these things might not be in the best interest for you. Maybe it's rare. And if that provider is following clinical guidelines, then great. Then he's making a good recommendation. But unfortunately, that just doesn't happen most of the time. Most of these recommendations are done premature, are ill-advised, and it's how they make their money. So just some things to consider as you pursue help as you are looking for a provider that you feel has your best intentions in mind, that you feel is focused on providing adequate amount of time, who's invested in your success, invested in helping you achieve your goals, and will do it right the first time, teach you how to fix yourself so that you no longer have to rely on the system, you no longer have to rely on other providers, and you can be independent and in control of your life once again in living your life to 100% quality. And if you are struggling with lower back issues or you know anyone who is, I would be honored to help them. We can work one-on-one together. Simply submit an application using the link on the bio of my Instagram or in the show notes of this podcast or on my website. I would love to help and get you out of the situation. Back to doing the things you want to do as quickly as possible. If you enjoyed this podcast, as always, please leave us a five-star rating and review on podcasts, on Apple Podcasts, if you feel as though it deserves it. It helps get the podcast out there and reach more people. And if you are watching on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe um, and share with a friend if you think that they would find this story interesting. And if they 
are looking to learn more ways to fix their low back. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.